Welcome to Financial Fridays. I'm Bob Gustafson, a certified financial planner and the owner of the Triton Financial Group. Each episode is an excerpt from my radio show, The Financial Focus, where we answer questions from our listeners. Our goal is to help you increase your financial knowledge through these conversations of 10 minutes or less. Some of the questions came in about commodity stocks as they've taken a pretty good beating over the last couple of years. Rough couple of years for the commodities. And uh, they're wondering if they should stay completely out of commodities until they turn around. Well, John, we... We get this this question in a uh, in a number of different forms on a regular basis, and you know what? Um, the bottom line is, the you should never be out of any particular asset class. You should always have have a, um, a target amount that you have in there. Uh, trying to time the market on a long run basis is uh, what what I believe in many professionals to be a futile exercise. So, practicing asset allocation where you have a certain percentage earmarked in different places is probably the best way to go. So in that type of, um, in, in that type of approach, you should always have some level of, of money and commodities. But what you should do is periodically rebalance your portfolio, which I, I kind of wanted to turn this question on its head a little bit and talk about uh, asset you know, rebalancing because at the end of the year, it's one of the things that you know, we normally recommend people do. And so what, what rebalancing does, John, is it's a systematic way to buy low and sell high. Let me explain how that actually works. So you start out with a target percentage of X, you know, X ratio of stocks to bonds, and you break it down further from there. But what happens over the course of a year is that those percentages get out of whack. Some things are going to go up, and some things are going to go down. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the year or some kind of other time period, what you do is you rebalance your portfolio, which means you're selling out of some of your positions that have done well, and bought into the ones that haven't done so well, with the theory being everything runs in cycles, and doing that over long periods of time should should land uh, should should help you uh, achieve better investment results, which we've seen statistically and you know over the past I don't know 30, 40 years as long as they've been tracking these types of statistics. So it can be a very good idea to rebalance on a periodic basis. However, it's a very hard thing to do. Why? Because it's an emotional. It's an emotional thing. People um, have a very difficult time. It's easy to understand buy low and sell high. It's almost like anybody. Who, who would argue with that, right? right, on the investment side? But the problem is, think about it from a psychological perspective. You have to sell out of something that did well and buy into something that didn't do so well. So you're selling a winner, something you might have got emotionally attached to, yep. to buy something you're probably upset about right now. So it's a very difficult thing to do. But it's something you have to do. And it goes right back to the question about commodities. The bottom line is, if you practice asset allocation and you, you target certain percentages of, you know, of commodities in your portfolio, you know, say it's 5%, well, what you do is if you have a bad year and, the, and, they, and commodities lose 50% of their value, well, what you do is you, you buy back into it, get, get yourself back to that 5% level. Then when they come back, you have even more shares of those uh, commodity-related stocks, and um, you're that much farther ahead. And that's what rebalancing does for you over, you know, over periods of time. But it's a, it's a difficult thing for people to, to actually pull the trigger on because it involves overcoming emotion, and the overcoming the emotion is selling something that did well into something that hasn't, and it's hard for people to, 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 to grasp that, sure. which is why not enough people do it. Now, for those of you who have an automatic asset rebalancing feature in your 401k, 
you can set them up to do this automatically for you so you don't have to make the conscious decision of pulling the trigger, and it can make it automatic. Yeah, and for probably most laymen, that's the better way to go to, to just it, it keep is. yourself out of it. It is. Every year when we're, when we're going through um, you know, doing our asset rebalancing for clients where it's appropriate, you get that, oh, geez, you know, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, the U.S. markets have done so well this year. Why would I, why would I want to, you know, buy commodities and international stocks? They've, they've done so poorly. Um, and, that's, and that's true in the past. But going forward, when you rebalance it, uh, you know, over, over different mar- market cycles, that helps you um, uh, perform better. Than yeah. you otherwise would have, and you, you just want to stay on that long range approach, Bob, and you got to stay on message with that, and, and that's how it works, and you and you got to stay with it. It does, and it's it's becoming harder and harder for people to be to be patient on the investment front. What happens is that today there's two things fundamentally going on. Run one, the market is in your face every single day. As I sit here and look at the computer, I see the Dow and the S and P, the Nasdaq. You turn the TV on, you see it in the corner. It's, 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 it, it, you, you turn the radio on and you hear about it. It's all around you all the time. So it's at the forefront. You're, you're, you're hearing a lot about it. And uh, so in the old days, that wasn't the case. So you really didn't think much about it. You know, you might look at your statements periodically or what have you, but you never thought about things on a day-to-day basis. The other thing that's going on in our society, John, is we're becoming more and more short-term thinking. Our, our whole outlook on everything is becoming more and more short-term. Long-term, for some people, means two weeks. <laughs> so it's a, uh, it's a very big challenge. Now, long-term in market cycles can be 10 to 20 years. So you really have to be patient with these things and, uh, and do things fundamentally correct. And you have to be patient. You may have to wait a, uh, you know, a, a long period of time before the uh, cycles work themselves out. So Absolutely. it's a lot easier said than done. Mathematically, it's the right way to right right, right way to approach things, um, but it, when when uh, you know when human nature uh, uh, gets involved, it becomes a bit of a challenge. Right. That's why it's good to have a a good independent financial planner to sort of talk you down and keep you on on point in these situations. You you target your retirement and you take a long range approach, and you'll do okay. Yeah, I got to tell you, you know, the hardest part of my the easiest part of my job is actually managing portfolios. It's the easiest part. The hard part is dealing with the individuals I'm managing the portfolios for. <laughs> sure. And it's the it's not the logical part of it, it's the emotional. It's the emotional aspects. I I would bet. I would bet. You have to almost play psychologist at times, I'm sure. At times it's a it's like it's a daily routine. <laughs> it's, just, it's just the nature of the beast. Right. Well, you you know when you're dealing with somebody's money, I, I suppose they're going to get emotional about it. But uh, but you you got to take that long range approach. Uh, I've learned that, um, you know. But you're right. People have a short memory about everything, Bob. You know, in the latest scandal, it's the hottest thing. Everybody's talking about it for a week or so, and then the news cycle shifts, and, and everybody forgets, forgets all about it. Forgets. Uh, we, that is the the nature of news gathering in uh, in our society right now. Thank you for joining us today on our Financial Fridays podcast. I hope you found the information useful, and if so, feel free to share this podcast with people who may benefit from the topics discussed. Subscribe by visiting our website at financialfridays.com.